Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So finances are very important, and the importance of finances can be helpful to know at a young age. And that's where Intuit comes into play. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products from Intuit like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com to start living yours. That's Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines. Plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the show. We got another week for you. Good fun week. Morning, studio. Morning. morning. All right, here's your Monday get to know you question. What is your morning routine? How long does it take to get ready? What do you do in the morning, Amy? Hmm, I wake up, I make my bed, then I drink <laughs> water, do my tongue scraper, brush my teeth. Then I'll do. Oh my god! Meditation, Are we doing all of it every single day? Five minute meditation. Now we're talking. And Let's then go. I do a three. Well, tongue scraper for like. That is not a big moment. You drank water in this story. Yeah, this is what I do. Okay, go ahead. Okay, then I do five minute meditation. And I do three minutes of journaling, and then I'll start getting ready. What in the world? Yeah, that's a you lot. You have time to meditate and journal. Maybe or- a cold shower if I am going to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Mm-hmm. And how long does it take you usually long from time. when you wake up until when you leave the house? Too long. <laughs> Too long. Um, oh, hour and a half. Eddie, so I wake up. And I stay in bed for about five minutes, look up at the ceiling and like just hate my life. And why do I have to get up? And I start thinking, of like, do I have time to take a nap today? Because I'm so tired. And then when I finally get up, I go to the bathroom for as about 10 minutes. you wake up, you think about taking a nap? Oh, yeah. Oh, then you go to the That's bathroom. the first thing. Like, when can I go back to sleep? Got it. Then I go to the bathroom for about five minutes while the, the shower gets hot. Take a shower, get let ready. Let shower run for five minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get to let it get hot. Okay. And then I go downstairs, make my coffee. I pack my little my little lunch, my boiled eggs, my overnight oats, and then I head out the door. That's it. It's pretty quick. Take about thirty minutes to do all that. Lunchbox. I wake up and I look at the clock and I say six hours till nap time. Oh, same. Or what? Yeah, whatever. However many hours till nap time. Then I go in <laughs> and I urinate, and then I brush my teeth, and then I go and eat breakfast. What kind of breakfast? Is it like a quick one? Like uh, sometimes eggos. I make two eggs. Sometimes it's eggos. You make, you make breakfast in the morning? Every once in a while, like I'll cook a couple eggs or nice. I'll put an eggo in the toaster, toaster, pop it up, put some peanut butter on it, eat it. Uh, sometimes it's just a piece of toast. It just depends. Mm. And then I'm out the door. I grab a couple snacks. Takes me about 30 minutes. From eyeballs open to out the door. To out the door. 
That's good. Um, I wake up at a whole different, um, you know, arrangement of times. But let's just say I wake up at four. That's probably when I get up most of the time. And I'm like, oh! it scares me to wake oh. up every morning. Like, oh my God. And so, and then I just start my, at first I go out and let the dogs out. And by the time they come in, I have their breakfast ready. So I have them their breakfast. And then I make my athletic greens with lime and coconut water and water. Make that, drink that. And then I start to read the news of the day. And I, Mike and I start emailing. And Mike knows if he gets email at 1 a.m., it's going to be a rough day for everybody because I've been up for like <laughs> six hours before oh, I get no. here. And so I work on the show and go through all the notes, go through all the stuff that you guys have sent. Um, then I do, I take like my peptides for when like I injure myself, which are their injections into my butt or my stomach. And I shoot myself up with those. Um, and then I stretch for 20 or 30 minutes in the morning. And I read a little bit if I have time. Um, sometimes I'll, t- I'll go walk on the treadmill for a little bit. Depends on what time I wake up. Wow. Just depends. Um, and then come in. Turn to wake my wife up. Usually, usually I have about two hours at home. Two hours? Two hours, man. Dude, you need I hate it. No, no, no. I would like to go eyeballs up. Oh, oh I don't like to wear the same underwear. Who cares? And just go. That'd yeah. be awesome. I just have a little too much anxiety, I think. But that's the morning routines. I like it when it's lighter earlier. Because it's kind of, why? Cause Only in the morning, not in the evening. Mm. Cause, but then I like in the evening when it's lighter later. So oh, I wish yeah. it could be lighter earlier than lighter later. <laughs> if only we could have that. I know. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello. Bobby Bones. I have two teenage boys. I am at my wits end with all their slang. I just want to have a normal conversation. Just maybe talk about their day and it's all riz, bussin, no cap, sheesh, sus. Just to name a few. I'm so tired of it. I've started a slang jar. Every time they use a slang word, they have to drop 25 cents in the jar. My wife thinks I'm being ridiculous. What are your thoughts on banning slang at home? Is the slang jar too much? Signed, dad ready for a change. Before I give my opinion, I want to know about the slang in your house, Eddie. Oh, it's ridiculous. I, I'm, I'm like him, like fire, oh, cap, like all that stuff. It's just all, dude, let me give you an example. Yesterday was my dad's birthday, right? Hey, guys, let's uh, FaceTime um, your grandfather. Okay, great. They go in there and they're like, hey, what are you doing, Pompo? And he's like, having dinner. And then one of my boys goes, that's fire. And the other one's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. I'm like, guys, can we just. Cool and awesome. That's wow, those bad. are real slang, man. Can we just oh. speak normal language to him? Like, great, uh, grandpa. Like, that looks really cool. Like, whatever. Jolly good, father. It's just normal talk. Like, it's fire. Like, what are you talking about? That's fire. Okay. Thank you. And Amy. then Pompo's like, what, what does that mean, fire? Slang in your house? Yeah, we have slang. We have, mom, you're cooking. What are you cooking? But it really means, like, what are you saying? Um, my son's often like, no dip. I don't even know. I never heard that one. Yeah, no, I don't know that he has it right. Sometimes he has the slang wrong. Uh, but I don't mind it so much. Sometimes if you can't beat them, join them, and then they get annoyed you're doing it. So then they're like, ugh, I'm going to quit talking this way around her so she'll stop talking that way. Why do to Caitlin. So, hmm? you Do what know. she does to her kids. <laughs> yeah. Like fire. <laughs> yeah. No dip. Um, here's what I would say. You probably spoke a bit of slang to your parents yeah. or whomever raised you. They were just different words. And they, your parents, were probably like, what does that even mean? Why is something go way back bad mean good? Why? And we could go through all the terms. Or, yeah. okay. You could go 70s, groovy. Yeah, that, that was a weird one. You, there's a lot. Far every, out. Every generation. Rad. Sure, 80s. I'd say rad's yeah. more more 80s, like rad, radical. Psych. Legit. Uh, there's a lot of these. 
And the one thing that's never going to change is the slang is always going to change, and each generation is going to have their own. So the slang jar seems a little – the curse jar I get. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can't say those words. The slang jar may be a little too much unless you feel like they're just not learning real vocabulary words. I don't think you can use it as a punishment for them just saying it, but it would be nice – if maybe they could pay or they could collect money from the jar if they use a new word. You just have to do some sort of award system as well if you're doing a punishment because it's not something to get punished over unless your slang's like bad words. Yeah, I like to paint them for a new word. That's the bomb. <laughs> you didn't call. use a new word, though. No, I was just using another slang term. To right, but, but you don't get paid. Oh, crap, that's right. That's slang. And you came up with the bomb? You'd be like, if you were to say... Such a righteous suggestion. I'd be like, righteous, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a quarter because I've never heard you use that before, and you used it in the right context. Oh, okay. Huh. Yeah, um, that is terrific. <laughs> you really worked for that oh, one, Oh, boy. Huh? Oh, boy. All right, good, that's, that's good luck work? with the slang jar. I don't like it. You're the parent. Your rules, though, right? You know your kids. Yeah, your but rules. his wife is like, eh. So she's the parent, too. I would just find if you're, if you're going to take if you're gonna take from them, also find a way to give to them if they can get better at the thing you're punishing them for. Yeah, and I think as parents, too, we want to make sure that, okay, our parent, our kids can talk one way, maybe at home or with their friends, but hopefully, like, to teachers or in a more professional oh, setting, they can, exactly. like, dial it back a little bit. Grandpa, you got Riz. Yeah, that's kind of the way they're talking. All right, close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. I feel like we've been together as a show for so long. Uh, me, Amy, Lunchbox, basically 20 years, forever. Um, Mike D, 15 years. Eddie, 15 years. Ray and all. I mean, forever. We've been together for such a long time. And I feel like most things we know about each other. And we were younger. We definitely like went on vacations together. Then we got married and kids started to happen. But I feel like we know everything. However, every once in a while, a new theory creeps out about one of us that I'm super interested in. And Eddie has a theory about Ray that he's secretly rich. Yep. And just refuses to share it with us. Which, by the way, I've offered Ray like promotions. Like, do you want? He doesn't. He never wants them. Yep. He's like, I like this. I like doing what I'm doing. I'm good. Which I always thought is Ray's a hard worker. I was like, this guy works so hard. Doesn't want a promotion. And he drives a beat up car. Right. Like, right. Yeah. So, but you have a theory. He's secretly rich. Go Correct. ahead. I walk by his workstation where the board is and the computer is, and I notice something that's just been sitting there for a while. Mm. I'm like. That is a BMI music publishing check. So when you write a song, the publisher sends you a check for whatever, you know, like whatever you make on your songwriting. I don't know about Ray, but as soon as I get that. Any check. Any check. Yeah. I open it and I deposit it. And Ray has written such hits as Vacation 1, Vacation, vacation 2, and Vacation Christmas. Correct. White Claw Christmas. <laughs> Correct. So this check's just sitting there. Like he doesn't have to open it. Why? Because he's rich. No chance I'd let a check sit. Wow. Right. Is it true? Do you have a check by your desk? It is not true. It is a W-2 statement that they send oh. at the end of the year. Oh. Okay. Good theory, Eddie. Here goes Eddie. Okay. okay. Well, no, what do you mean? Eddie. Guys, you would have thought the same thing, too. I'm like, wow, money no, bags. I would have maybe asked a question. Like, is that a check? Oh. Or, like, look at the big W and the 2 that is on there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, they're, I didn't say that on there. very obvious. Ray, are you secretly rich? No. And uh, to prove that, I can open this live <laughs> on the air if you'd like. Oh, so you're going to tell us how much you made in all of 2023 writing songs? Yes. And I also want this to be for kids, too, because we see the Luke Combs and Morgan Wallens of the world. But why not see the people that are struggling? I, I really just don't think there's any money in songwriting. Okay. That's the check. All right. <laughs> Total amount. 
<laughs> oh, this is going to be really embarrassing. It looks like $38.56. <laughs> not bad. Eddie, that is not the definition of rich. Hey, my bad. <laughs> my bad right? I guess you're not rich. It's more than I thought it was going to be. I guess you're not rich. So maybe he can't buy a new car. Okay. You start to find joy in that. <laughs> maybe he is broke. <laughs> So that's what you made the whole year? I thought like you guys got some decent spins on that song. We did, and radio play. That gets some money, too, but sadly, that's it. And we split it three ways, so... Oh. Oh. Well, you can do all the math you want, and it's still 120 bucks. I mean, it's, yeah. I thought it would be, <laughs> It's not like it's 40 grand split up. Wow, I thought it would be more. So where's the money in songwriting? Like, when it's like... Number really, one. Number one? Is yep. that it? Is that yep. where you get big checks? I mean, you get checks for different reasons. Streaming, obviously, a lot of streams... It's like 0.06 cents a stream, something like that. I'm, and then, sure. Uh, Ray, I'm sorry, buddy. I didn't, I didn't mean to embarrass yeah, you. Yeah, me too, Ray. I'm sorry, dude. The two keys are getting it on the radio and the other one, getting it on a commercial on TV. Massive money in that. Sync. Yeah, they call yes. that sync. So have you guys tried to get it on TV? Uh, no, no, no. Even we tried. Well, there's not like some summer. If there's a summer theme stuff, then boom, we pitch vacation. If there's a summer theme stuff, there's always summer theme stuff. Yeah, there's, there's always summer commercial. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that, and being vulnerable with yep. us. All th- Did you have you ever made more than that on a check though? Like the year before? Yeah, yeah, we made hundreds before. Hundreds. What's the most you ever made on a check? Five hundred. Wow. wow. This yeah. is like residuals. Wow. That's this like, is people still streaming it while they're driving their boats hey, in the summer. He is rich. He is rich. This he is like the Friends. Around. It's like Friends and Seinfeld. They still make money on that stuff. Dang, vacation. Yes. Wow. The office. Hey, the office. Okay, so now are we encouraging kids to chase their dreams? Other dreams, just not sorry. <laughs> Got it. There you go. All right, thank you. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So there's a beagle rescue place in Raleigh, North Carolina. It's called Triangle Beagle Rescue. And they took in a beagle named Honey from Kentucky that had four puppies. Well, sadly, three of the puppies didn't make it. So she was just there with her one lonely puppy. And then a vet calls and says, hey, I need help. I got some beagle puppies that need a home. Well, guess who adopted these puppies and is now feeding them, caring for them, making them her own? Well, I don't think it's going to be a tough guess. There are characters, only one character introduced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Only one. It is cool. It's a cool story, but yep. yeah, the, the easy guess. Honey. <laughs> yeah. That's cool that a, a dog. Yeah, she's nursing them, caring like does for that them. naturally. Like, it's That's just, amazing. Yeah. And her the, the surviving puppy from her litter, Sweetheart, that she's like letting these other puppies come in and like hang out with her, eat. Yeah, do all the things. Do all the things is a good way to describe it. Okay, so you want the names of all the puppies? Uh, so there's Honey. How many puppies? Honey. There's Honey, Sugar. and then there's her puppy, Sweetheart. <laughs> and then the new ones that came in, Cupid, Cupcake, Kisses, Lovely, and Archer. One dude, That's dog. the one dude. That's the one dude, Archer. 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 <laughs> That's a good story. Great job. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Here's the drafting category, the best things about small towns. Morgan goes first. We rolled the dice. This is so hard. Yeah, this is a hard one. Yeah, because I never lived in a small town. Oh, then you're out of luck. You lived in, you're right, you lived in a city, but there was a, it was a neighborhood-ish kind of thing. Yeah, but... but okay, I got you. Well, then you just maybe you should want to do good. No, no, I'll probably dominate still because I'm good at everything. Best thing about living in a small town. <laughs> Morgan, did you live in a small town? No, I wouldn't call Wichita a small town, but growing up there, it wasn't exactly a big town either. Okay. So I did have a little mix of both. Go ahead. And what do you think the best thing is about a small town? Okay. This is hard to have the number one pick of this because I just don't know where it's going to go. But I'm going to I'm gonna go with this one because I feel like it's accurate. Everything is cheap. 
like drinks don't cost fifteen dollars. You don't have to buy no, crazy. We didn't drinks. say go back thirty years. We said small town now. No, it is small town oh. now. Like you go to a dive bar now, it's gonna be like four bucks for a drink. Okay. You can get fries so, for two dollars. So cheap drinks at the bar. It's cheap. Everything's Wait, cheap. What bar? Why are you guys going to bars in cities then? You just drive out to the town. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> then you gotta drive back. All right, Raymundo, you're from a small town. Yeah, this is simple. I'm in a small town right now. None of you guys are. Yeah. Give me no traffic. That's I can get from one end to the other. Pick. That's no one. That's a good one. I'm going to go. Best things about small towns, the uh, church community. There are a couple churches in every small town, and they're rivals. But still, everybody's pretty close. And you go to one of the two churches for the most part, and you're all pretty tight because of it. So I'm going to go small town church community. Yeah, but if you don't go, everyone knows. Yeah, they're all up in your biz. Well, Bobby hasn't been to church yeah, in three weeks. Or, is, or am I going to Harvey's Chapel across the street? <laughs> oh. You don't even know that. It's at a Mountain Pine Baptist. Mm. Lunchbox. Man. Amy's out, by the way, because she finished last. The last game. This is tough, man. Correct. Best things about a small town. Oh, man. Best thing about a small town. No violent crime. So much safer. And less crime? Less crime. Okay. That's like good. That. That's, That's good. good. Eddie? Easy, man. What do you do in the country with the boys? Bonfire parties. Let's just make a big fire and let's have a party. Build parties? Yeah. What, what do you want your official answer to be? Bonfire parties. Bonfire parties. Yes. We would never call them that in a small town, but <laughs> never. Never. You, you don't know, man. You could call them a pasture party. No, no, no. Lunchbox, lunchbox. That you was going to be on my mind. No, you call it a fill party. But Not you me. have bonfire party. Bonfire party. I like it. And it's like pyrotechnic <laughs> good time. Because the, the big fire is the bit, the cool thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, all right. All right, so now we're going to go backward. That's round one. Okay, okay. Oh, boy. So, Eddie, with your party, the best thing about a small town That's is... That's what I was thinking about, though. party I didn't know. It's easy, man. Driving down that dirt road. Dirt roads, Dirt okay. roads. All right. That's a good one. I mean, that's, I mean, that's where I drank my first beer. Mm. Is that where you... Jesus. That's where I found Jesus. I knew it. Yep. Lunchbox? That's why I picked church community. Why? It's where I drank my first. I didn't drink the beer, but that's where I found Jesus. <laughs> what do you got, lunch? Hmm. <laughs> Trying to think, man. He actually Googled what's cool to do in a small town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, guys, mm-hmm. nature is at your fingertips. Nature. That was the access to nature. I saw it. <laughs> you saw that same article? Sometimes. Sometimes. If you're a country small town. <laughs> Where else is a small town? Maybe Where else like is a small hunting. town? Yeah, like so hunting, nature, fishing, everything. Nature. nature hunting, nature, fishing, good. and everything. And I think that's probably pretty accurate with most of Yeah. Because there's a pond. Yeah. Maybe there's no pond. Um, small town, he puts nature. Okay. I, I put, put hunting, fishing every day. No, you, no, you didn't put that. It. Yeah, I was trying to think of the lyric. I couldn't think of the lyric. There you go. Okay, okay. But you said nature, so nature. Nature with hunting and fishing I'm, at your fingertips. I'm putting uh, Friday Night Lights, high school football. That's really good. Good one. It is a, it's a massive deal. That is good. Really good. Everybody comes out for it. High school football, Friday Night Lights. It's that's it. That's what's happening in town. Someone lives in a small the, town. That was not in that the article. Not, no. That's a good one. <laughs> What'd you say? That one wasn't in the article. That's I a didn't good read one. an article. I know. No, Lunchbox's article. <laughs> oh, I know. If I Google an article, you guys have probably Googled it too. Yeah. So I don't Google articles. All right. Uh, next up, Raymundo. Shoot guns. Okay. At? Anything. Okay. <laughs> Anything. Shooting guns. Yeah. Okay. What kind of guns? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Registered? <laughs> Morgan. Gee, I don't know. 
Okay. Um, I think I'm going to go with the slow pace. Mm. Like everything's very slow. Yeah, you can enjoy life. Slower pace of life. Try that in a small town. Try that in a small town. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so Morgan, what are your two so far? Everything is cheap and slower pace. All right, now you'll go first in round three. Yeah. What are you going to add to that? Oh, man. I'm between two, and I just thought of one when you were talking about Friday Night Lights. I don't know if I want to do it or if I want to do mm. Thursday Night Dark. <laughs> Wednesday Night Sunrise. <laughs> no, I'll say after everybody's done. Okay. Uh, small cafes and oh, restaurants. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Small cafes. Yeah, yeah like French. Like the local spots. Right, right, right. There's not a lot of chains. Like the Yum Yum Shop we used to have. Yeah. Okay, small cafes, okay. Uh, Ray. Call it corny, but everybody waves. In my that's neighborhood, right. if you don't wave, you're actually an outcast. Yeah, that's true. I like that, Ray. Everybody waves. That's How's good. it going, Randy? Hey, Mike. Well, hey, Tom. No, you're waving, but you're saying that, hi. You're just that's talking totally to people. Different. I know their yeah. names, too. Mm. Uh, so far, I have church community and Friday Night Lights. I'm going to pick the uh, best thing about small towns is small schools because the classes aren't humongous and you mm-hmm. can pretty much do anything and everything. So I'm going uh, small schools. Yeah, but then you run out of chicks to date. That's true. That's there horrible. are things called cars. Yep. And you can go to the next small town and find a chick. Or a big town nearby. I'm just right. saying. All right, next up, Lunchbox. Oh, it's me now? Hey, I don't know. What did your little uh, website say? I'm looking for it right now. Slow city folk. <laughs> well, there was one item on there, but I don't know if I should say that. Then you what? shouldn't, probably. What? Yeah. Oh, man. Hmm. I don't know. Let's see. Quit looking at my list, Eddie. Get your own list. Oh, I'm already, I already have my answer. Hey. Hmm. 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 <laughs> That's is there, a good one. Is there a time limit? Yeah. Pick, yes. We need you to pick one, dude. Okay. Helping hands. Everyone's there to help you. <laughs> what the? Everybody's got you your back. What Everybody's you're got your back. Is good. Yes. It's just, Everybody's it's got just your back. The term helping hands. Everybody's got no, your no, back. No. Do you want helping hands on there? Yeah, what do you yeah. want your words to be? Because that's what we put up. People vote on. Everybody has your back. Okay, cool. I like that. <laughs> yeah, helping hands just felt funny. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know how to. Yeah. Eddie. Am I the last? Yeah. Man, I'm between two really good ones. Like two really, really good ones. Understand. Them. So I have stargazing, because like that's great. When you're okay. a small town, you look up like, wow, you see every single no star in the sky. Right, Love that. Yeah. And then, which I think I'm gonna go with, is the dances at the VFW. Oh. Hmm. Those VFW <laughs> dances, man. That's that's where it's at. What else are you gonna do on the Friday night? Oh, there's a dance at the VFW with a band. Cool. Can't wait. Is that your answer? That's my answer. Got write that down. It's the Veterans of Foreign War. It's a my grandma and I used to go, but never in our town. We used to go play bingo there. It's like a group of people that were in wars. Yeah. And so they have a but. And Eddie has competing days. Eddie's like the the twenties. No, he has competing days. He has the dance on Friday night or the bonfire party. So which one's better? Do both. Depends what age you are. You can go to the VFW dance and then the bonfire party afterwards. Or you can pregame get drunk at the bonfire party. Although it's a party. Okay, so Eddie has dances at the VFW, Woo! dirt roads, and bonfire parties. That's what I'm talking about. Lunchbox has less crime, nature, and everybody has your back. Helping hands. He chose you everybody. You forgot about that hunting and fishing, man. Yeah. Everybody's um, sleeping on that. That's nature. I know, but. Yeah. Uh, Morgan has everything's cheap, slower pace, and small cafes. Ooh. Ray has no traffic, shooting guns, and everybody waves. Quality. And I have church community, Friday night lights, and small schools. 
That's really good. Go vote at bobbybones.com. We don't put our names on them on the vote. And don't vote for just the top one at the first round because we all have different positions. Vote for the three together that you would pick. Bobbybones.com. We'll put it up there for a few hours. Thank you, guys. Good job, everybody. I should have gone stargazing. Yeah. But that st- the term is not good. What do you mean? That's what it's called when you stargazing look at stars. Stargazing feels like you're looking through a telescope. I would say just, just laying down in a field staring at stars. In a That's a really bed. long answer, though. I don't know if it's In the fit. truck bed on a dirt road. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> with whiskey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, thank you. There you go. Let me tell you about the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. I can tell you because I've seen the preview of the Santa Fe. It's awesome. I cannot wait to see it in real life and drive it for myself. The Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from whatever you feel like is dull in your work week. And then maybe you got an adventure plan for the weekend. So listen to this. H-Track all-wheel drive, which means you can, if you want to get on a dirt trail, go. The steeper, the better. Get to where no one else is going. Get ready to splash through puddles, kick up some mud, make some tracks, because you're going to have a blast. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe features best-in-class rear cargo space. So whether it's groceries or dogs, water bowls, treats, and toys, again, maybe you're out and about, camping gear, extra bags, whatever you need to make it a real adventure, you got plenty of room. And then available dual wireless charging pads. This is probably the feature that I'm most excited about and the thing that I'll use the most. It's great because the last thing you want to do is be anywhere with a dead phone. Especially, again, if you're going camping or if you're just driving down the road. You know, the worst nightmare for me is my phone going dead. Or just a low battery when it gets red. Oof, always got to have it charged. And with the available dual wireless charging pads, you'll be able to head as far out or stay in as much as you want. Got the charging pads and you can navigate your way back to civilization. You got to check out the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Just go look at it. Just looking at it's awesome. HyundaiUSA.com. Class comparison of cargo volume behind front seats with all rear seats folded down based on primary compact SUV competitors as defined by Hyundai Motor America. Competitors within this class are Chevrolet Blazer, Ford Edge, Honda Passport, Jeep Cherokee, Nissan Murano, Subaru Outback, Toyota Venza, and Volkswagen Atlas Cross Sport. Claim based on comparison of specifications on manufacturer websites. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. On the phone right now, it's Kelly who's calling us. Who Kelly is a dyslexia specialist. Hi, Kelly. Hi. So Eddie thinks he may have dyslexia and not in a joking way. No. And maybe you've had it forever. You just didn't know that's what it was that maybe was inhibiting you. Yeah, and then recently we were playing a game or something, and I literally, I did say something backwards without even thinking that I said it. Also, what's that disease called you were talking about that the cat probably gave it to somebody? Oh, bluebonic, bluebonic Craig. 
Blue, Blue Bonnet Craig. How about bubonic plague? But yes. <laughs> so hard to say. Yeah, so Kelly, you've heard Eddie and you've heard us on the show. Can you tell me as a dyslexia specialist what you've heard and what you think? Okay, so I think he may have a form of dyscalculia. Dyscalculia, okay. Interesting. Mm. Which is the math form. It makes it almost impossible to memorize multiplication facts. Oh, you can't do that. That's mm. crazy. Oh, shoot, I yeah. have this too. Yeah. And there's a lot of difference that goes with dyslexia. There's monological, where you think you're pronouncing something correctly, but you're not. For example, that disease, Eddie? Blue Bonnet Craig. He, okay, <laughs> he knows he's saying that. No. Forever no. he didn't. Even if he's kidding right now, no. forever he didn't. He couldn't say bubonic plague. Okay, so dis, disalcula. Okay. And the cabbage test that he took on... I wanted to explain that, but that's phony. So, wait, what's it called again? Phoneme. Okay, and what is that? That is the smallest unit of sound in a word. So, what does that have to do with being dyslexic and how is someone like Eddie, like, why would he struggle with that? Because he his pathways in his brain can't break down to that level. Oh, so I'm just dumb. Your brain chemistry no, just, can't get on the same level. Actually, no. It's not it smart. Mean you're dumb. No, it does not mean you're dumb. Most of your millionaires are dyslexic. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's a fact. <laughs> now you're talking. But I do know stories of very successful people who were born dyslexic, so they had to figure out a way before they were even diagnosed to almost cheat the system, but they became so good at reading people or because they had to to survive. Right. That by the time it was diagnosed, they not only had all these other skills they developed, then their dyslexia was a bit remedied and they were able to just crush it in the business world. Kelly, what do you think he can do to, uh, I don't know, read better, learn more? What can he do? Well, one of the reasons that I was calling is I'm coming to Nashville my daughter and I was going to offer to test everyone. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Are you <laughs> real? You're not, you're not making this up, right? You actually are a dyslexia specialist? Yes. Okay. I have a doctorate and it's not in letters. It's in education. Oh, well, I don't know. It's a peer. Okay. Yeah, we would love... When are you coming to town? Um, it'll be the week of March 4th. I will put you on hold. So, hey, Scuba, can you see if we can get her in and we'll take yeah. all take the dyslexia test? Yeah, that'd be awesome. And it sounds like there are a lot of different forms of it. Yes. If I can test everybody's reading and spelling level, I thought that would be a good challenge for y'all. It would. It'd be fun. How long does the test take, though? About 10 to 15 minutes. Oh, no problem. Perfect. Would we all do it at the same time or you need to see us individually? And can we not cheat and have lunchboxes? He'll look on our papers. <laughs> yeah, a spelling test can be tough. Uh, some of it I can do all together. But some of the actual testing, especially on Eddie and Lunchbox, I would need them one-on-one. -on -one. Why Wait, what? Well, hold on. So, so you did say Lunchbox. Do you think – not? I made a joke about him cheating, but do you think Lunchbox has a bit of dyslexia? I think he has some characteristics that be there. Oh, no, we're the ones getting pulled out of the class. Yeah, we, hey, gotta get, hey, we get extra test time, well, man. That used to happen to me, but for head lice. Oh, okay. That's oh, different. That's different. I, that I thought, sucked. Okay. So I would rather have dyslexia than head lice. <laughs> yeah. Because I got made fun of hard. Um, okay, so let's do this. Um, set her up. We would love to meet her and come up. She'll give us a test. We'll check her credentials first to make sure she's not. Because that would be an awesome way to get in and lie. <laughs> I'm a dyslexia specialist. Problem. What, what'd you I say? I can give you my credentials. Not a problem. Where'd you, where did you go to school? Well, I went to SMU. I have a doctorate 
in education, and then I went back and got my dyslexia physician. I'm in. Are you dyslexic? No, my son was, and he did not learn to read till he was 14. Wow. And now, this year, he graduates from U of A on the chancellor's list. It's like a Disney movie. A mom yeah. goes back to get her doctorate in dyslexia because her son, son. they they can't figure out why he's not able to to thrive in this one area when he's thriving everywhere else. And then he goes to college. And then he goes to college and saves the world. Yes. He becomes a millionaire. He's no, but an astronaut who who then blows up a comet. And then as a comet's coming down, you find the cure for cancer in the comet. Wow, wow, wow. Let's go. Is any of that maybe true, Kelly? He wants to be a counselor for terminal ill kids. Even better. That's pretty wow. good. Even better. That's a movie, too. Okay. He's a cancer survivor, so. See? Oh, wow. wow. It's a Disney movie. Uh, okay, Kelly, we're going to get your information. I would love to have you up here. And hopefully we'll see you in a couple weeks, okay? Okay, thanks. All right, don't hang up. Whatever you do, don't hang up. 28-year-old woman was busted for battery after she and her mom had an argument in the kitchen. And the woman grabbed the grits that her mom was cooking, the literal grits, and threw the grits in her face. The mom wasn't seriously hurt by the grits. So she hit her with grits. But if, if you only get hit with grits, do you call the cops? No. No. That's kind of funny. It's It was a real fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But assault with grits or assault with porridge. Like, I'm pretty uh, sure I've thrown a burger at my brother when we were fighting when we were kids. And like, you know, it just kind of it, it made him mad, but we weren't going to call the cops. But grits could burn. But they didn't. <laughs> It's from the smoking gun, and now they're like, we don't want the police to be involved, but the police got involved because you threw grits. Yeah. Somebody had to tell on the grit thrower. And I just think if someone had thrown oatmeal, eggs, I don't think that is me calling the cops, unless I'm worried that it's going to go from eggs to, like, sausage, and then from sausage to... Oh, yeah, And yeah. then it slowly escalates. That'll hurt An you. apple. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, that'll hurt. Yeah. An apple. <laughs> <laughs> that would hurt. Uh, the female victim, 64, was covered in grits when officers arrived. Oh, she was Who's the victim? It's me. Oh, oh yeah, grits. <laughs> Here's Amy's pile of stories. So are there aliens in your neighborhood? Bunch? Define neighborhood. Oh, is our galaxy our neighborhood? Oh, oh my God. And is it that oh, small? Because we don't even understand how big things are. She means your street that you because live on. Because if you yeah. were to go back to like the Native Americans, they would have not thought that you would have been able to get to other countries because that was another galaxy to them, right? The ocean. We think they wouldn't even understand what China was. Right. And if we look at planets or other, we'd be like, we don't understand. But 100 years from now, I could be like, oh, yeah, that's like China now. Anyway, uh, who knows? Well, there was this map that was put out that showed the UFO hotspots across America. And then it. Can you did- compare the drinking spot, like the, the most <laughs> consumption of alcohol, too, in the same areas? Well, I, I don't know, but they did some interesting numbers where 113 alien sightings have been submitted to the National UFO Reporting Center in the last 23 years. 113,000. That's hear a you. lot. It's a lot. I just think that if, and there probably is something more than us, whatever that is. They're probably so advanced they don't want us to see them, we don't see them. Like it's not all on the same spectrum. I know. So it's not like a little green man going, Oh, I got caught. Yeah. I hate that you think they're more advanced than we are. Well if they can get here, they have to be. Well. No, not well. That's not a response. (laughs) Well they don't have to be more advanced than us if they're somewhere far away, but if they're able to get here then they're smart. Then they're they're they have some technology that allows it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great story. Well <laughs> yeah. I know. Oh yeah. I just thought that that was higher. And then anyway, this guy was talking all about how true believers of aliens are not just outside of government. Many of them are inside. Yeah, for sure. The government. I watch all the TikToks for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and that in the area fifty-one county, 
There are 820 sightings per 100,000 residents. That's just because people know that it yes. should be there. Like that, I'm, I, you know, something's up there. I don't even know that that's what, what's up there, though. Area 51? Yeah, there's for sure something happening there, but there's for sure secret things happening all over America, right, that they don't want us to know about. But it doesn't have to be aliens, but... If you said this is a place where there have been a bunch of aliens, even if people don't see them, they're going to go, I think I saw an alien yeah. more. That's all. And they're coming from the ocean anyway. All right, go ahead. When are we talking to my cousin about aliens? Amy's cousin, Amy's psychic cousin, loves talking about aliens. Yeah, but aliens is such a weird thing because it feels like a, a, a cartoon. Yeah. You know, 100%. E.T. But Marvin the Martian. Absolutely. Alf. But I also enjoy talking <laughs> about the possibility of things greater than us. And so... Yeah, I'm just interested to watch y'all, you and her, both talk about it. Yeah, I'm not. And I'm just going to sit back. (laughs) Yeah, I'm probably taking that. All right, what else? Okay, so there's a new dating app called Score, and it's not just to... To score? Yes. not Tinder. (laughs) To score in that way. It's not what you think. It's about credit score, and you must Mm. have at least a 675 credit score to use it. So you've got to have good credit, and it hopes to raise awareness about the importance of finances in relationships. And when they uh, credit check you, don't worry, they're doing a soft credit check, which Not one that affects your credit? Exactly. Because that's the bummer about credit checks. It's also a weird thing. We're going to check your credit because you want to know what it is, but it's also going to hurt. <laughs> yeah, weird. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go wild. Ahead. So high achieving people do these things at least once a week. I'll run through the list so y'all can write them down. I'll tell you if I do it. Okay. They reflect on their progress. Yeah. I mean, every 10 seconds. Yeah. Uh, unplug from technology. It says just once a week. Oh, yeah. I mean, I read when I read. It's pretty much unplugging from technology, except for I read on the iPad. All right. <laughs> <laughs> they nurture their relationships. I have to be very, very present with myself to do that. But I do do a better job of that. Exercise regularly. Yeah. Prioritize learning. Absolutely. Practice gratitude. But in your case, Thanksgiving. I don't say gratitude. Hippies say that. I do the same exact thing, though. Just call it something different. Okay. I do Thanksgiving in the morning. Yep. <laughs> and then they set clear goals. Yeah. So there you go. If you want to be a high achiever. I don't think that's all, but I think those are good fundamentals that if you do that, it doesn't mean you're going to achieve high and you don't have to even do all that to achieve high, no, but it's it probably very here, similar. Do these seven things and you will be successful. And there you go. Wow. <laughs> that easy. <laughs> Just kidding. Right. I'm Amy. That's my pal. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Lindsay Boyd works at Mason Jar Cafe in Michigan and person comes in, they get their bills, 32, 43, just some normal stuff, whatever. And so leaves a tip on there, uh, $10,000. Oh, did you say $10,000? That's, 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 that's a lot of money. On a $34 bill? Yeah, 32, 43, a $10,000 tip. Mm. They, we don't know who the person is. They say they want to be anonymous, unnamed. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Um, he didn't want to have his name and was real because at first you're like, is this a prank or do they write something wrong? Do they mean $10, you know, 10.00, but right. added an extra, who knows? But he's like, nope, it's legit. But he wanted to split it with the whole staff, wanted her to split it with the whole staff. Wow. So in the end, nine of the servers walked away with $1,100. It's awesome. Which is awesome. Very generous. Was this the guy that was in town for a funeral? I don't know that it said anything about that. Was there one like I that think too? I, I think I've read this one. Yeah, he was in town for a funeral of, for his best friend, and he wanted to do that in honor of his best friend. That is not in this story at all. Yeah. So either there's, there's two, two of these. Because mine was $10,000 as well. So. Yeah, but I feel like if somebody's going to crazily tip, that's a pretty like common big number. Ten grand. God, it's a lot One grand of or five grand. Like yeah. Those are, yeah. But maybe. But this is nothing about somebody dying. Right? Hey, let's put them together. 
Sure. Just for the sake of telling me something good. That's just a million. But isn't the sake of telling me something good be that there's yeah. two men out there doing this? Oh man, that's even better. Yeah. Would if you were her, would you be? I'd be disappointed. Why? That you don't get all ten thousand? Because you're the one that's that waited on that person. But it's not the about other, the actual waiting. The other waiter or waitresses did not help in any way. Yeah, but it's not about the delivery of the food. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! It wasn't. Who did the most work? Did you see? You said everyone gets how much? Eleven hundred. That's awesome. That's awesome. There you go. Regardless of what Lunchbox says, that's what it's all about. <laughs> that was Tell Me Something Good. Here's a voicemail we got from Isaac in Indiana. Morning, studio. I would like to make Lunchbox an offer he can't refuse on that nice Ultima. How about 1500 bucks And a signature, of course. If you want to call me back, it's 260 Yes. And then he hung up. No, no, he didn't hang up. We turned no, it down. No, no, that was for his own, like... <laughs> yeah. Safety. Yeah. It wasn't like a joke where he, like, says... Two six... <laughs> He fades out. What are you writing down? Fifteen hundred bucks, man. So yeah, the answer is yes. The, the yes, dealership won't give you two fifty. Yeah, two hundred and fifty dollars. I think I'm out to take that deal. What does he have to come get it? Yeah, I'm not delivering. Right. Unless he wants me to ship it. I don't know where he lives. Ship it. Indiana. It just says Indiana. He'll How would you ship it? it? You have card. Like if you move, mm-hmm. you can pay oh, yeah, someone yeah. to bring your car to you. Yeah, it's a lot. That's really expensive. Well, that's what I'm saying. He has to pay those fees. But yep. it's not going to drive to Indiana, right? We have, well, it might. And how big are you going to sign the whole front door? Oh, the hood. Oh, that's interesting. Like a NASCAR? Yeah, that's huh. interesting. Okay. Can we get Isaac on tomorrow, yeah. the next day, or the next day? Do it, yeah. And see if he's serious about this. Yeah. Because if he'll come down, lunchbox will sell him his car for fifteen hundred dollars, and you could sign the car in front of him. Yeah, and we can take pictures in front of the car. That'd be exciting. You're pretty cool, yeah. but you would do it fifteen hundred. Yeah, I'd have to. I mean, it's only worth two fifty, man. Well, why would you keep saying that? Because Isaac's probably listening. I know, but it's sad. To, I got it's that it hurts to say it and think it, but man, fifteen hundred dollars, you got to be gone. Like, uh, why are you mumbling and what are you writing down? I'm writing fifteen hundred dollars. I'm just over and over again. Going, okay. Man, <laughs> like, right, we're gonna go do the morning corny. All right, let's go. The morning corny. What did they call George Washington's false teeth? What? Presidentures. <laughs> Pretty good on President's Day. Come on. Always timely. Always timely. That was the morning corny. That girl's got her timely jokes, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. Are we off today? Uh, I think a lot of people are off today. Should we be done? Like, take the rest of the day off? Isn't this job a day off? No. Okay. Well, then no. I guess not. <laughs> All right, Abby's in studio, our producer, our phone screener. Do you not watch movies? I just really don't. No. I just never have wanted to. I can't sit still. I always I have other things to do. Well, that could be a medical thing more than just, you know, wanting to have <laughs> more culture. Actually, it could be. Oh, wow. But she's asked, she's like, hey, what are like the top 10 movies I should watch if I'm starting to watch movies now? And so we're going to come up with that list. And this can be a list we put up on the website, like top 10 movies that somebody between the ages of 25 and 65 has to watch. Like in our culture, our time. Are you ready? Yeah. We're going to debate it. Okay. Do you have any that you think should be on the list? Oh, man. <laughs> Remember the Titans. I don't okay, know. That, That's a good that, that one. Be, we can talk okay. about. Okay. I suggest that. first Forrest Gump. And if we get three out of four votes, that goes on the list. Forrest Gump. Here, here. That's obvious. All right. Yeah. Forrest Gump. That's in. Okay. Amy, what's your suggestion? Steel Magnolias. Not on the list. Not, not on the list. I'm not. I don't care that one. Whatever. I'm not on that one. Dolly's in it. I don't care that one. Okay. 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 <laughs> you you have all the emotions. You laugh. You cry. You've already been rejected. If, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fighting. Uh, you're punching water right now. Yeah. You know. Watch Julia Roberts, Sally Field. I watched it. You made us watch it. Borat. No. No. No, no, uh, no, no, no. It's one of the best comedies of all time. Okay. Uh, Eddie? No, no. It's easy. Shawshank Redemption. I, I, I'll second that one. Yeah, I'll second it. 
had it on my list. Shaw. You seen that one, Abby? Nope. Shooting my shot. With so, I feel like it's movies that are like famous quotes that I never yeah. get the references. Yeah. yeah. My, so. my colors are blush and bashful. <laughs> Her colors give, are pink and pink. You have to give that one up. I never She's hear talking about get busy living or get busy dying. <laughs> I'm going to go. I carried a watermelon. I'm going to go because of what it turned into. I'm going to go Iron Man, the first Iron Man. Oh wow! Because that opens oh. the door to all the Marvel movies, yes, I love all Iron the, Man. and that's I think the be- Iron yeah. Man and or the Dark Knight movies. Iron Man. I think Dark Knight. God, they're both mm. so good. Dark, Dark Knight. Knight. Is- yeah. see, let me suggest both. Iron Man. Do I have more? Do I. Have- I- Earn. I'm not going to vote on that one, Bones. Oh, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not going to vote on that Rain. one. No. Okay, The Dark Knight. I'm going to vote on I'm that I'm going to vote on that. Which yeah. one? Is this... Um, That's not four. One. That's three. That's no, three out of four. Get your panties in a wad because you didn't pick your movie. <laughs> yeah, Dark Knight is better than Iron Man. Yes. Nah. Okay, the, but, but oh, Iron Man yeah. leads to all the rest of them, right? Yeah. Yeah, which is... Yeah, okay. Well, The Dark Knight's in. Okay, Amy, go ahead. Dirty Dancing. Oh my goodness. Nope. Nobody I, puts you know, baby I in would, the corner. I would say yes, but I don't think you're going to get a yes from them. Well, have they seen it? I've seen it. You made me watch it, and I liked it. Put it in. Oh, yes! let's go. Oh, yes! Did you say no to begin with? I did, yes. okay. but then I thought about it. It's a good movie. It, it's so good. Dirty Dancing is in. Okay, Lunchbox. Dazed and Confused. Yes! That is a cultural icon. Here, here. Yes. I'm voting. Woo! Hey, that hey. is lunch and careers. That is one for the ages. All right, Always all right, voted. all right. Yes, that's true. Do you do you give it a all yes right, all right, all or no? Right. Nah, I'm what? Oh, what are you talking about, you guys? Eddie, Good Will Hunting. Oh, I just saw that. It's freaking. I am so. Yeah. It's awesome. I Good. give it. I vote that. Yes. Okay, me too. I vote no. It doesn't matter though. We have three or four. <laughs> Good try. So far, we have five movies. Uh, you guys are so stupid. I, I'm gonna go with. Uh, Talladega Nights, Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Here, here. Because I think no. that that is such a Will Ferrell. Like a, that guy was the king of comedy movies for 15 years. It feels like. Have you seen that? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't really like oh. Will Ferrell. That's the problem. Oh no! Because <laughs> you haven't seen him in the right light. Oh, <laughs> maybe that's put him why. There? And because we have to pick a comedy or two, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I have a comedy. Okay. Well, are you voting yes or no for Ricky Bobby Talladega Nights? Yeah, I like that. What? No, you. It's not you one yes? of the best like of all it. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Old school was more relevant than I thought that. about old school, too, but I'm going to go ballad to Ricky Bobby. And that's made the list. All right. You guys, you guys just vote yes because Bobby says it's amazing. I Amy? like that movie, though. But it's not better do they, than... Do they vote no just because you Actually, said it, Actually, we're too? thinking yes. for ourselves. Bobby yeah, no. has nothing he to do. He just okay. needs an argument whenever he doesn't get his way. Go ahead. Bridesmaids. No. That's a great movie. So that's really good. good. Yes. I, I, vote, I vote yes I vote yes, too. Okay, thanks, guys. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> it is, and it's very, like, it's that... It's like a chick funny. Yeah. Like... Women are funny too. Yeah. So let's do a movie about them instead of like all the dudes in their wings. Not old school. Yeah. <laughs> I liked old school though. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Okay, Lunchbox. I mean, if you're going comedies, you have to go. I mean, gosh, I'm trying to. You think. don't have to go comedy. You can do any movie you want. No, no, I know. The Sandlot. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's 100%. I don't know if she'd like that. I enjoy it. doesn't matter if she'd like I it. It is one the, of the biggest movies the of our Sandlot, generation. But I'm going to get. I don't think I'm going to put it on the list. Oh, my God. Of course you're not. <laughs> I liked it, though, a lot. But it's one of the biggest movies of our generation. Anybody saying yes to that? No. I'll okay. say yes. No. Oh, but it's only two. Oh, so stupid. Eddie? I liked this it. Is this Braveheart. No. <laughs> oh, Braveheart. I got him. I got Braveheart. him. Braveheart's good. That's one of his and favorite movies. And it's long, and it's like a battle. And Mel Gibson. Lunchbox, you love no, Braveheart. No, 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 he's just not voting on it just I'm to get not, back I'm at a, us. I'm going to say no. Wait. 
So you know dumb. what? I'll go yes on Braveheart. <laughs> Braveheart's awesome. I haven't really spent time with it, so. Are you going to go no? I'm going to go no. Okay. Wow. No, you're not thinking for yourself. Yes, I am. You're just like, exactly. 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 <sighs> One, two, three, four, five. Sam, like you guys One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, we have three more movies to put on the list. Mm-hmm. How about. Remember the Titans? It's good. I vote for that, yes. Nope. It's a sports movie. It's also like about race at a time when it was, I mean, it's not comfortable at times, but I think it's a good learning lesson. It's got Ryan Gosling in it. Denzel Washington. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with that. Eddie, you have to vote yes or no. Yeah, I'll vote yes on that. Of course you will. I mean, you, you like that better than the Sandlot? Eight. The Sandlot's fine, but she's not gonna she's not gonna like the Sandlot. It's not about her liking it. It's the about Titans. the best two movies more of our movies. generation. Okay. Go ahead, Amy. Uh Gladiator. Oh, that's, that's so, so good. good. Yeah. Yes. 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 Good Lunchbox? movie. I'll vote no. Okay. okay. Of course. <laughs> you know I voted yes for Sandlot, right? I mean, it's unbelievable. You voted no on Dazed and Confused, which is yeah, Gladiator's I, awesome. I, I want to watch Gladiator I, again. I've not We have nine. I, I haven't thought about Dazed and Confused in until about a week ago picked, when we called. I voted yes for that. He picked Borat. Yeah. All right, go ahead, Lunchbox. One Field point. of Dreams. Yes. No. Yes. What? Love it. One of my favorite movies. I liked it too, but I feel like Costner's a little too old. Oh, man. I'm going to go no. Yeah. If you build it, you No. Yeah, no. Of course. You know. Eddie? Is Rocky too old? There's a lot of them. The first Rocky. You could just pick one. Oh, Ooh, pick Rocky Four. I would pick Rocky Four. <laughs> you would? Yeah. Are we gonna pick no, one? but she has to. She wouldn't know what's going on. Oh no, I oh, only. Yeah, you uh, would. Yeah, no, I've only. But in seen Rocky One, Rocky though, four. it sets up the but, whole. Yeah, story. But I never watched Rocky One until yeah. I'd seen like four. Yeah. Three. It, trust okay. Me. All right, Rocky Four. Then is this you a, get the idea. I don't want to spoil it, but is this a, if he dies, he dies? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rocky Four then. <laughs> I'll go yes. Mm-hmm, yes. Okay, we made our list. You guys are Whoa, stupid. okay. <laughs> you guys pick Rocky Four over Sin. I mean, you guys are so stupid. Abby, here's your list. We'll put it up on the website. Hey. And whenever you finish one, just let us know. We'll come in. We'll talk about it. If he dies, he dies. These dies. are the 10 movies that you're going to watch, okay? <laughs> I must uh-huh. break you. Forrest Gump. Yes. Shawshank Redemption. Oh, so good. The Dark Knight. Dirty Dancing. Good Will Hunting. Talladega Nights. The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Do you want us to pull Bridesmaids since you've already seen that one? Yeah. Okay, we'll pull Bridesmaids. I'll put one more on there. Okay. Uh, Remember the Titans, Gladiator, Rocky Four, and there's one more movie. Should we throw in Sandlot? No, we're not doing... No, we're not going to do that. Participation ribbons. Well, it is a good movie. I it like it. a good movie. Well, I like Braveheart, too. Do we all... Do we what all about, like, Matrix movie? or something? Oh, The Matrix is awesome. I didn't like The Matrix. I didn't really either, but I know oh. people love it. I think that. Let's go to movie mic. Movie mic. What movie? Do there we, we go. What movie are we leaving? And whatever you say, uh, we're going to do. You get one absolute pick. Can we n- include a m- more modern movies that are also old? Yeah, well, yes. your, 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 happiness. your movie mic. Go ahead. I'm going to go a little off base here. A movie that I think we all watched and loved that Abby probably wouldn't discover on her own. I'm going to go Parasite. Yes. Oh, I thought okay. about Parasite. You get to pick. So this is the movie. Parasite. Have you seen Parasite? I have not. It, <laughs> hey, good luck. It's in Korean. Okay. You're gonna what? love it. You're gonna like it. Oh, you have to read the subtitles. Eddie yeah. said it was one of his top three favorite movies of oh, all dude, time when it came out. It's unbelievable, unbelievable. Oh wow. Okay, there's your list. We'll put it up on our website. That's a good list. Good luck. We don't care what you watch first. Let us know when you watch one of them. Okay. Okay. Now that's a good list. Congratulations for getting your, your <laughs> movies on the list, Mike D and Amy and Eddie. Uh, Absolutely yeah, terrible. Did Lunchbox yeah. get any? No. Well, he, he, of course he, not. He, he mean, led with could... Borat. Of course not. You think they're gonna vote for the movies that I like? No. But I gave you Braveheart, and you wouldn't vote for that. Sorry. Your favorite movie. Borat was his first pick. <laughs> I mean, Sandlot, we go with Rocky Four. I like Sandlot. Exactly, but you didn't vote for it. Dazing a few. 
You wouldn't know who McConaughey or Ben Affleck was without Dazed and Confused. Well, no, Ben Affleck was, we have him on here with yeah, Good Will Hunting, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is where he really which blew he wrote up. it, and that's how he got. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. Abby, thank you. Thank you. Uh, enjoy your oh. movies. You should, yeah, enjoy your movies, and when you're done with all of them, you get on Mike's podcast, and you guys can break it all down. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you about the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. I can tell you, because I've seen the preview of the Santa Fe, it's awesome. I cannot wait to see it in real life and drive it for myself. The Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from whatever you feel like is dull in your work week. And then maybe you got an adventure plan for the weekend. So listen to this. H-Track all-wheel drive, which means you can, if you want to get on a dirt trail, go. The steeper, the better. Get to where no one else is going. Get ready to splash through puddles, kick up some mud, make some tracks, because you're going to have a blast. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe features best-in-class rear cargo space. So whether it's groceries or dogs, water bowls, treats, and toys... Again, maybe you're out and about. Camping gear, extra bags, whatever you need to make it a real adventure, you got plenty of room. And then available dual wireless charging pads. This is probably the feature that I'm most excited about and the thing that I'll use the most. It's great because the last thing you want to do is be anywhere with a dead phone. Especially, again, if you're going camping or if you're just driving down the road. You know, the worst nightmare for me is my phone going dead. Or just a low battery when it gets red. Oof, always got to have it charged. And with the available dual wireless charging pads, you'll be able to head as far out or stay in as much as you want. Got the charging pads, and you can navigate your way back to civilization. You got to check out the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Just go look at it. Just looking at it's awesome. HyundaiUSA.com. Class comparison of cargo volume behind front seats with all rear seats folded down based on primary compact SUV competitors as defined by Hyundai Motor America. Competitors within this class are Chevrolet Blazer, Ford Edge, Honda Passport, Jeep Cherokee, Nissan Murano, Subaru Outback, Toyota Venza, and Volkswagen Atlas Cross Sport. Claim based on comparison of specifications on manufacturer websites. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. President's Day. Let's play a game. Which president do you hate the most? What? What? No, I'm just kidding. We just started a big fight for no reason. I'm like, well, that's easy. I got a few. Yeah. President's Day trivia. It's President's Day, and let's find out who knows their U.S. president. Oh, man. Eddie seems to love presidents for some reason, which is weird. Like, I don't know why he knows so much about presidents. What? But you always say, man, I love presidents. I don't think I've ever I think said I've that. I've never heard <laughs> like presidents. Like that. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, buzz in with your name. Oh. Oh, buzz. I like buzzers. Okay. Say your name. If you're in... Guess the president. Okay. We'll do seven or ten. Okay. Okay. Who was the president during Watergate? Eddie. Oh, Eddie. That's oh. Nixon. Correct. I love presidents. Mm. He told you. 
He loves Christmas. Why does he love presents? No presents. <laughs> what on earth? Presents. What month is inauguration day? Lunchbox. Lunchbox. February. Incorrect. Amy. Amy. January. Correct. January wow, is wow, correct. Wow. I thought you said leap year. No. President's Day trivia. Who became the president after JFK was assassinated? Eddie. That's Lyndon B. Johnson. Correct. Love my presidents. Would have never known that. He was sworn in on the Air Force One. President's Day trivia. How old do you have to be? Lunchbox. Lunchbox. 45. Incorrect. Amy. Amy. 35. Correct. Stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I love the trend. Lunchbox goes first, gets it wrong. Amy gets it wrong. Players out a wrong answer, then Amy takes sweeps Well, I know when he's saying it, it's wrong. (laughs) I knew it was wrong, too, when I said it. Thank you. (laughs) What did you say? He knew it after we buzzed him. Here we go. Next up. Who was the president during the Great Depression and World Eddie. War II? Eddie. That is Truman. Incorrect. <laughs> Who was the president during the Great Depression and World War II? Lunchbox. Lunchbox. John F. Kennedy. No. He said, what can your country do for you? <laughs> Amy. 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 Go ahead, Amy. Uh, Roosevelt. Correct. What? Thanks, guys. They look the same. No, they don't. Roosevelt and Kennedy? Yeah, they don't. Bet. No, they no, don't. They look- okay, I'll take that <laughs> bet. Bet. <laughs> bet. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Five more. Okay, I'm coming back. What president famously got stuck in a bathtub? Amy. Lunchbox. Amy. Truman. Incorrect. I mean, Lunchbox. Lunchbox. Garfield. Incorrect. No. Eddie. Eddie. Adams. Incorrect. No, no. Taft. Taft. Dang he's, it. He's a big dude. Oh, I was wow. thinking Tubman. Yeah, you yeah, said Tubman. Yeah, yeah. Then why'd you say it? Then why'd you say it? I wasn't saying Harriet. Well, what other Tubman was there? Well, I know, but I'm just saying Harry Tubman. Then I said Truman, and then I'm like, Taft. Hey, so Tav got stuck in there because he was yeah, fat? Yeah, he's a fat guy, yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Dang. That could have What's his first name? That's four more. Harry. William Howard Taft. <sighs> Shoot. Which president is known for the Monroe Doctrine? Lunchbox. Lunchbox. Monroe. I need a first name. Uh, Henry. Incorrect. <laughs> Which president is known for the Monroe Doctrine? Eddie. Eddie. William Monroe. Incorrect. Amy. Amy. Say Marilyn. John. <laughs> Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> John. No, James. Oh, oh, so close. Man, but did you like my strategy James. to say Monroe? I thought that was pretty Monroe. smart. Um, so we have four more questions. I have no idea the score because I haven't been keeping up with it. <laughs> Doesn't yes. matter. Amy three, Eddie two, lunchbox zero. All right. Four, five, six, seven. Three left. Martin Van Buren was the first president to do what in the United States? Lunchbox. Lunchbox. Taxation. No. Martin Van Buren was the first president to do this what? So Eddie did a book I did, report I did a whole on. report on this. Hold on, let me think wait, about that. Amy, you have a guess? He was the first. <laughs> you wait. wanted to knock another yeah, yeah. one out? <laughs> My friend just married a Van Buren. Right. Wow, oh, okay, flex. You want to text them? No, no. What, what? It's a distant relative. What in the world? For, oh, get a distant relative real quick. Friend a distant relative. Go ahead. Martin no, Van Buren, no. the first president to do what? They have no guesses. Let's move on. No, shh. Oh, I got it. Oh. Eddie. Eddie. Fix an election. No. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Go ahead. It is. I just have to do with voting. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. It's the voting. Uh, Wrong. Polls. It's be born in the United States. What? He's the first president born in the United States. What? Wow, that's crazy. Just kidding. Was that in my okay. report? No. Don't think it was. Probably should have been though, man. I'll be <laughs> man, honest with you. That's a pretty that. substantial fact there. All right, two left. No, three. Because I gotta be able to get three left. What score? He was the first one born in the U.S. Three Crazy. zero two. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Which president was a peanut farmer before Eddie? Eddie. Jimmy Carter. Correct. Let's go. Shoot. Tie to tie. 
Tied up. For the win. Hmm. Which president said, speak softly and carry a big stick? Eddie. Eddie. What? Truman. Incorrect. Speak softly and carry a big stick? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's when not- you say that, it sounds dirty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did think that. Like that? Speak softly and carry a big stick? Dick? Lunchbox. <laughs> Ronald Reagan. No. Dang. Amy. Amy. For the win. Okay, here we go. Uh, George Washington. No. Theodore Roosevelt. Um, Lunchbox is eliminated. You two for the tiebreaker. Okay. One question. One question only. Mm. Good. So, I hope neither one of you get it. Then we'll go to another one. Oh, I thought you said one only. No, one, not a three. Per, not a three. Per, it, it's like a boxing match. One night only. Which president is known for his creation of the New Deal programs to combat the Great Depression? Eddie. Eddie. Wow. Truman. Incorrect. <laughs> the Great Depression. The Great Depression. Amy. Amy. Roosevelt. Correct. Franklin D. Roosevelt. <laughs> Yes, I just went off the time frame. Yeah, depression again. Go and a different Roosevelt, by the way. Wow, wow. So I guess Amy's the one that loves presidents. Amy loves presidents. Man, you should have made her been specific on that one. Specific. I had to to, fuck that. I had to be specific on Monroe. (laughs) Yeah, but it was called the Monroe Doctrine. Monroe was in the name. (laughs) Yes. Don't hate the player. Okay. All right, it's time for the news. Bobby's big stories. Do you like the new car smell? Yeah. Why? I have no idea, to be quite honest. I guess it's probably the, the maybe the leather smell that I like. If there's leather, is the same thing? I don't know. I wonder if it's the association with a new something. Maybe. Just new yeah. anything. I haven't ever thought about it, but I do like it. So the new car smell, most people like, but that smell is actually the result of a release of chemical compounds on yeah. plastic, paint, lubricant, sealants, oh. and other... Yeah. So I'm addicted to it. <laughs> oh, no. So... <laughs> If you were just to say, do you like the smell of chloroformanide? But yeah. <laughs> yes. you probably would say no, but because it's that, it's a new car. But I do think I like this, mm-hmm. unless I just associate it with something new. I don't know. I can't tell the difference. But that's what it is. It's, it's a, a chemical it's, cocktail. And they say, be careful. If you just inhale it for a long time in your new car, you could get sick. Oh, Great. no. That's from prevention. It's like a Sharpie. That's true. <laughs> Sniffing the Sharpie. Sharpies do smell good, though. <laughs> yeah. uh, the importance of a morning kiss. If you want to feel loved, and less stress during the day. Kiss all the people you love in your house, including your dog and your cat. Right. It's important that you do a physical kiss instead of just saying I love you before you leave in the morning. Connecting with the ones you love provides you a sense of calm and community. This is from Why Did I Marry You Anyway from Barbara Bartline. Now, if I were to lean over and kiss my wife and I was leaving for work, she might slap me. Really? Well, because she, I'm waking her up. Oh, I kiss my wife every morning, but she doesn't wake up. I don't even think she notices. Oh, my you wife. do it every morning. Every morning, okay. and then and then one time I missed it. See, see, <laughs> I said, I know. He's like, I spent an hour with all my kids. And one day he didn't do it, and she got upset. She yeah. did. She oh, said, here we go. She said you didn't give me a kiss this morning. Stop. I so thought you said she didn't know. notice. Exactly. This is a long time ago. Okay, so it's not consistent. This story. No, so guys. Why would I make that up? I believe. To make yourself look good. No. Okay, so I if I did, she'd be like. I think she would like it, but I think she'd be, she doesn't be awakened. If she was already awakened, she'd love it. Mm. Well, well, don't make out with her. Just give her oh, a little. No, let me tell you. <laughs> I go for the uh, uvula. <laughs> She's like, I'm sleeping. Um, Leave me alone. I do, and I don't kiss the dogs so much, but I do make sure they get petted equally before I leave. And I say bye to them, and I love them. So if I go to Eller, and I put my head on her head, and I'm like, all right, I pet her cheek. And then if, I have to do the same thing with Stanley so they don't get jealous of each oh, other. Boy. Although dogs don't have jealousy, really. Yeah, but you're worried they do. <laughs> Just in case. 
Because just in case, like, some, like an alien's inside their animal's oh, body. Okay. Well, I right, think right, similarly, like here at the studio, we could all hug Amy each other. No, every no, day when no, all we're not the doing that. That's not what I'm saying, but I do think that hugs are it's important. Like an HR issue. Yep. No hugs, like exactly. a simple. How long? That's how it starts. Because it's not allowed. I don't know that it's encouraged. Hug your coworkers. I don't think it's in the, the handbook. You saying only when we leave work? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm good on not hugging you guys every day. Okay. Yeah, I'll pass. Yeah. Uh, Americans aren't taking as many breaks as they need to, the new poll says. One in eight Americans take no breaks during the day. Exactly. That's so, so dumb. First of all, Eddie, Eddie don't say exactly. We, we need breaks, breaks man. You, d- you have them. You have a million. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say a million, but. Like, I'd like to walk around the block once in a while, you know what I mean? Like, one then of those breaks. You can do it. <laughs> no. <laughs> one in eight people don't get any breaks. Others would like to get some fresh air by going on a walk. 35%. Told you. Okay. Man, I remember when the back I like the- nachos, too. Yeah. Oh, that'd be nice. During your break? Yes. Oh, really my cool. cart pushing days when it was really busy, no breaks, all eight hours. That was oh, rough. Man. But you get to walk outside, so. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't take, uh, you, you know, when I get here, I'm not known as break guy. I try to give you guys breaks. Sometimes you stretch. I do, and I'm like, oh, I got to let them pee or something. Yeah, it's really nice of you. Yeah, but then sometimes you're like, go pee. And we're well, like, well, I know, we don't have, we have to a go. Break. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Go! Now, sometimes I'm, like, raising my hand. Can I, I know. go pee? And it's not that I'm not letting you go pee. I'm not Amazon. They don't let, but it's like, I don't... When I'm in, I if we have four, five, six hours, it's like, I want to use every second of that time, even if we're not on the air, at doing something efficient so I don't keep you guys longer than you have to be kept. So I, I don't take a break, really. But maybe I should just go for a walk. We should yeah. do a, a, no. a, hug no. and a, a hug and a block walk. No. That'd be fun. That's no. from the New York Post. A doctor says why you should never hover over a public toilet. What do you mean hover? Who, who, hover, like, like put your head over it. Or? No, hover like your butt. Oh, oh like touch squat? it. Oh, I like put your head yeah, over it. I was wondering, like, who puts their head over a toilet? No, no, hover is like when you're not sitting on it. Okay. Yes. Whether you decide to hold a squat or just refuse to use one, a viral video shows people the cleanest and safest way to use a public toilet when you just got to go. Quote, many people tend to hover, even sit on top of the toilet seat, and they're splashing. Because if you hover, pee or whatever falls longer, falls uh, down longer, and oh, it yeah, splashes yeah, yeah. up. Mm. Okay. So what I do is I lift it all the way up and I sit in the bowl in the water. <laughs> uh, you're like an inch away <laughs> from the water. But it's, the, the, the doctor says just know that if you're hovering, but you're, y'all have urinals. There's no water. No, to no, no. This is to do the toilets though. To do the okay. two. My, my wife and I were watching a show and the the urinals. It was those. We guys know them, but they are urinals where they go all the way to the ground. Yeah. And she was like, they have those. And she was like, I've never seen an all the way to the ground urinal that goes into the ground. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, probably one out of seven or eight is like that. Yeah, you don't want to wear sandals when you got the, those. They're bad. So my, my favorite are those troughs, you know, when you go to a bar. And when they all pee, but there's ice in them. And it melts it. It's really but the cool. trough, too, it's like there's no divider. Everybody's just standing oh, yeah. up there. Hmm. Or like a bunch of cows. Using their bait. Okay, I get it. Lots of worms. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, French bulldog napping situation is happening even more and more. As I say, cases are on the rise. Um, owner-reported dog nappings have risen 140% just in the last couple of years because people can get anywhere from three dollars to $10,000 for stealing a French bulldog. Like at this point, if you have a French bulldog, I just wouldn't walk it in public. ABC News. You do, I, w- I mean, I but the dog needs to walk. I Well, you walk it in private. Oh, <laughs> I don't know Like how. in your room? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> around the kitchen table? <laughs> do laps in the backyard if you have a yard. I don't know. It's just so risky. You hear of a story all the time. And people are getting shot. I can imagine some somebody going, I'm, I'm with Stanley, walking public. And some guy's like, let's get the bulldog. And they run over to him. They bend down to grab him real quick. And like, what the? Oh, I can't. Too heavy. And then quit and run off. Just, <laughs> Leave him. He's just too heavy. We can't get him. We can't get him. 
uh, but he's not a he's a uh, English. English. Oh. These are French. Yeah. yeah. The most expensive home for sale in the United States is now up in Naples, Florida, $295 million. Oh, what in it. the world? It's a compound. Gordon Point is a nine-acre compound in Naples, oh. Florida. It's in a place called Port Royal. It's 11,500 square feet on a private peninsula. Oh, man. Main house, it's 11,500. Two guest houses, each over 5,000 feet, <sighs> which brings the total to 228. All three homes are on a peninsula that has 1650 as far as feet of waterfront, a private yacht basin, and a T-shaped dock. $295 million. That's the most expensive in America? America. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I was thinking there's castles like across the pond, right? I don't say across the pond, first of all. Second of all... <laughs> yeah, I hear, I, they say that, though. I don't know. Oh, man. I'm sure... But I don't know. 300 million bucks. That's a beautiful That's house. That's crazy. It is so beautiful, though. From CNBC. Yeah. I mean, you got your own beach, dude. Uh, that's the news. <laughs> Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Let me tell you about the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. I can tell you because I've seen the preview of the Santa Fe. It's awesome. I cannot wait to see it in real life and drive it for myself. The Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from whatever you feel like is dull in your work week. And then maybe you got an adventure plan for the weekend. So listen to this. H-Track all-wheel drive, which means you can, if you want to get on a dirt trail, go. The steeper, the better. Get to where no one else is going. Get ready to splash through puddles, kick up some mud, make some tracks, because you're going to have a blast. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe features best-in-class rear cargo space. So whether it's groceries or dogs, water bowls, treats, and toys... Again, maybe roundabout, camping gear, extra bags, whatever you need to make it a real adventure, you got plenty of room. And then available dual wireless charging pads. This is probably the feature that I'm most excited about and the thing that I'll use the most. It's great because the last thing you want to do is be anywhere with a dead phone. Especially, again, if you're going camping or if you're just driving down the road. You know, the worst nightmare for me is my phone going dead. Or just a low battery when it gets red. Oof, always got to have it charged. And with the available dual wireless charging pads, you'll be able to head as far out or stay in as much as you want. Got the charging pads, and you can navigate your way back to civilization. You got to check out the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Just go look at it. Just looking at it's awesome. HyundaiUSA.com. Class comparison of cargo volume behind front seats with all rear seats folded down based on primary compact SUV competitors as defined by Hyundai Motor America. Competitors within this class are Chevrolet Blazer, Ford Edge, Honda Passport, Jeep Cherokee, Nissan Murano, Subaru Outback, Toyota Venza, and Volkswagen Atlas Cross Sport. Claim based on comparison of specifications on manufacturer websites. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. 
and I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Billy Dean is here, which when they said, hey, Billy Dean's, I was like, absolutely. I said yes immediately. I'm such a big fan, have been a fan forever. So uh, this is the part of the interview where I just say I'm a massive fan <laughs> before I get professional. So thank you for oh, coming man. by. Thank you. I, my phone rang off the hook a couple of years ago. I, I think you were talking about the 90s and my name come up. And man, I had about five or six people from my hometown call. Hey, Bobby Bones is talking about the 90s, mention you. So thank you for that, man, well, keeping the old man alive. It's like, you know, I, I can I know where I was. Like whenever we just disagree, like I can, there's times in music in our life at those ages where we're developing, where you just know where you were and your music was such a big part of that for me. And it's crazy that you don't really look any older. Your hair is a little grayer, but you stay, doesn't he still like, oh, it looks the same, man. I'm just glad to still have some hair, man. Good jeans are good docs is what they say. I was, I was getting a little thin on top and my, my son's, I said, I'm a little worried. I'm kind of getting a little thin on top. He goes, dad, you're six foot four. Nobody can see up there anyway. That's true. You are Quite intimidating walking in because you're a lot bigger than you get right. It's oh yeah, than taller I than I thought. So w- w- were <laughs> yeah. you an athlete as well? Yeah, I played a little college basketball, a little junior college basketball. Uh, I'm from Florida, the great state of Florida, and uh, and I was trying to get out of there, trying to make my way to Nashville, and and uh, by way of a scholarship and, and playing a little ball. So uh, went to a little little junior college in East Central Junior College in Mississippi, and man, junior college ball is tough. They let you play. They don't call any fouls. It's like it was like playing basketball with Toby Keith back in the day, man. There was no fouls. That's <laughs> funny. Play with him. No they can doubt. only afford so many referees. <laughs> That's so. exactly right. And you know, all these spoiled high school, you know, basketball jocks, man. They, they You go to junior college, it's like, okay, it's time to grow up a little bit here, you know. That's funny. So were you known in high school then as the singer or the the athlete more? Probably the probably the singer, I guess. Um, we had a small little school. You know, it was only like thirty people in my graduating class, and uh, and my dad had a band uh, for years uh, at the American Legion Hall. You know, he's a World War II veteran, and music was kind of like his therapy. You know, and so I grew up playing in his band. And uh, then when I got to school, uh, we had like a six week term paper due about like Shakespeare, star-crossed lovers, and I procrastinated to the last minute and wrote a song instead of doing the term paper and got an A and I thought well I know what I'm going to do for the rest of my life this is pretty easy you know it's like I don't have to do anything but sing and then the school kind of found out I played and sang after that did people ever confuse you for the sausage guy yeah, oh yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, I did. Jimmy D. For a long time. Oh, I thought years. they may have been related when I was a kid. Yeah. I was like, I wonder if Billy and Jimmy know each other. We got to, well, I actually got to ask him that. In fact, I, uh, we won a couple of awards at the ACM several years ago, and and he, uh, we weren't any relation, but we knew each other, and he gave me, he sent me a letter. I still have it, and I laminated, laminated it and everything, and he uh, said, Congratulations, love dad. Oh. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's funny. That's funny. And so, Billy Dean. Is that because Bobby Bones is not my real name? Bobby is, but Bones is not. Is that your real name? William William Harold Dean. Uh, my dad's name was Billy. I actually, didn't have a middle name. My dad didn't. Uh, so my name my name was William Harold Dean, and uh, uh, I was 
grew up as Harold Dean. I was named after. You were a kid named Harold? I was. Didn't It doesn't fit, wow. right? Wow. I never <laughs> heard of a kid named Harold. Maybe an occasional Harry. Do they call you Harry or Harold? Oh, Harold. It was always <laughs> nasally. Harold. <laughs> That's funny. And so, um, yeah, when I, so when I got to Nashville, man, uh, there's no Harold Dean. There's no Harolds in country music, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm, uh, and I'm, you know, my dad was really good. I thought it'd be kind of cool to just change my name to Billy. And uh, over the years, I've, I've had a chance to see that name on a lot of billboards and yeah. stuff you know, out in Vegas and have a little talk with the old man, you know, and uh, say, here you go. There's your name in Vegas now. Until he sues you for residuals for stealing his <laughs> yeah. That's So as a kid, I remember whenever I would hear Billy the Kid, I always thought, and again, this is me as a kid, I always thought it was so cool you said your name and your song. Yeah. Because that didn't happen a lot. You didn't have Alan Jackson going, here's the story of Alan. Or you didn't have, you know, they never, and I thought it was so cool that you said that even if it wasn't, about you, or it wasn't whatever. I ever thought artists don't ever say their names in songs. So as that kid, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Oh man, thank you. Did that. you worry? Not even worry. Was that a concern whenever you're putting it out to have a song with your about you with your name? Yeah, I thought it was too. I thought it was too personal, and you know, probably wouldn't be a, a hit or anything mm-hmm. because of that. I actually was telling Paul Nelson, my co-writer, about what it was like growing up as a kid. You know, I said, I spent a lot of time away from the house on my bicycle, you know. But listen, it's, it's kind of interesting being raised by a World War II dad, you know, because they tried to grow you up too quick, you know, got to make you a man, you know. You know, the Vietnam War was going on, so I spent a lot of time rebelling against that on my bicycle, you know, riding around town and everything. And I was telling you know, Paul Nelson, we were just pretty much, you know, terrorizing the neighborhood and stuff. And he said, sound like you were a little outlaw, like a little Billy the Kid. And when he said that, we went, oh, wow. Never even thought about writing a song from that point of view. And we did. And then uh, after we recorded it, it really felt like a hit. I tell you, I've had more girls, though, come up and tell me uh, how much they rode their bicycle. They did the same thing as that. You I know, think you were just good looking and they wanted something to talk about. With. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being honest, he's like, I had more more women approach me about that. Yeah, okay, Billy. Um, but, okay, you know, I thought it was, re- that's what I, like, I remember thinking, that's so cool that he sings a song about himself. <laughs> and I just wondered the process in making that like a single, if that was a weird element. It was. It was like the fourth song off the the album we we had a lot, it was a, it was on my second album self titled Billy Dean album and we'd already had like uh, only the win if there hadn't been you you don't count the cost we had some hits off of there and uh, mostly ballads and I you know, always needed tempo and songs and so uh, Billy the Kid was the last choice you know the last single off that album ended up being an identity record for yeah. me you know it set me apart from the rest of the pack really would you mind playing just a little bit of that for no, us no I sure will like it feels mm. like how your voice is even your voice it feels more bluesy I like I oh. like it because you know, there was de- definitely a style that you sang with then, but I don't know if it's because you got a little older, but I like the bluesy version of that. That's awesome. Brad, <laughs> you know, that's a big part of uh, my musical background that I really couldn't bring to Nashville. Sure. They weren't really ready for uh, that maybe until, you know, Travis Tritt came along and man, he was putting a little bit of the Southern rock or the Southern mm-hmm. soul uh, into that. And in fact, man, uh, we're you're, we're doing a lot of, uh, actually we're going to do a little First Ag Festival with Southern Soul 
R&B music and country music in where, my where's home that state. Be? Down in uh, uh, Quincy, Florida, June 1 and June 2. DJ, DJ Trucker, he's a great great guy, great friend, and uh, he's got like a million Facebook followers, and he drove a truck for years and did a Southern Soul playlist while mm-hmm. he would drive a truck and was able to quit driving a truck and do these festivals, and, and our county wanted to, to do the first annual Ag Festival uh, in our hometown, and so that's what we're going to do. We're going to be... I couldn't do that when I came to Nashville because it was really, uh, you know, man, everybody was like, okay, are you a country? It was mm-hmm. they putting you in a box, you know, and, and, a, and fitting you in there. So, um, so I kind of stayed away from, from some of that, you know, until uh, a little bit later, but that's really in my heart and my soul. I just, it's just the way it comes out, you know, what's Quincy near <laughs> Tallahassee. It's near the capital. Yeah. It's a, uh, it was known for, uh, Coca-Cola is one of the first companies, uh, the big tobacco farmers down there. It's a, it's a, very special soil, a lot of agriculture down there. And we, uh, Coca-Cola came down when they were raising money in the early 1900s or late 1800s to start Coca-Cola. They went to all of these tobacco farmers and got all this money. And uh, one of the first bottling plants was there. And uh, and so, but, you know, it was very hard living, hard way of life there, you know, digging in the dirt and everything. I couldn't wait to get out. Of course, you know, dad always, you know, grow you up, you know, got to be a man. You know, I was like, man, I can't wait to get out. Out of here you know and so but about six years i moved back uh just south of there a little island called saint george island you i live on an with. island i do let's listen to this <laughs> he lives oh. on an Wait, island so population I, how many people uh there's i think 800 residents there okay. uh it's crazy man i, I went when I, I first went back to the island about six years ago i was standing there at this spot in the state park and i went Oh my God, I remember standing here when I was 17 years old wondering if I could just play music long enough to like buy a trailer and live down here. I forgot what the end game was. Mm-hmm. It took about 30 something years, but I remember that spot and I thought, okay. This was what I was really wanting to do. I wanted to play music so I could live down here yeah. on this place. A little fishing village, nothing fancy, no golf courses, no high rises, just little, you know, little second homes and little fishing village, just about an hour and a half south of Quincy where I grew up. That's pretty cool. Are you a Florida State fan? I am. I'm an old fan. Bobby, he spoke at my athletic banquet when I was oh, a senior. Did? Yeah, when I was a senior cool. in high school. So we, and we, you know, you go to school, half of them are Gators and half of them are yeah. Seminoles. It's always a, you know, a war. We're going down to Tallahassee in a couple of days. To, are you really? Yeah, to hang out with the basketball team and the softball team. Oh, And awesome. so, yeah, we've, we've played Florida State football stadium before. We have. Eddie and I have. Really? And yeah, it's, it's. I like Tallahassee doesn't feel like the rest of Florida. No, right. There are certain parts of Florida that I really like. I like Tampa a lot, normal people. <laughs> Tallahassee's it's young and also like normal folks too. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a uh, it's interesting. You wouldn't think of Tallahassee being the capital. You know, think like a Miami or a Tampa, something sure. like that. But it's very diverse up there. Uh, very different. Florida State uh, was a big big part of that. So music, you know, in that top in that area, you know, you had like. Yeah, the Almond Brothers. You had, you had black gospel soul music. You had, you know, of course, the traditional, you know, George Jones, William Whaler, all the outlaw stuff. So, there was a lot of different kind of music going on, and and especially with the college town there, a lot of the James Taylor, you know, the folkies, which I kind of, kind of gravitated towards. You yeah, know? I think for a while too. I think that's what you were known kind of as, the country music James Taylor. Did you hear? Because I felt that way. Did you feel that? I did. I I, I was a big fan. In fact, I was going to be managed by. Uh, his manager went out and met him, uh, met James and, uh, uh, you know, they, they didn't know what to do with me. You know, they, they uh, had a publishing deal here in Nashville, but then they signed me as a singer record deal out of New York. And, uh, they really didn't know. It was kind of 
fell in a crack maybe, you know, and somewhere my broken heart came out and crossed over and, and to, you know, adult contemporary. And there was a big stink about that, you know, like, which, well, what is he? Is he country? I know. Oh, yeah. well, that's the, you know, of course you don't have and to some worry things about never change. Yeah, I know, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, it never, never changed. What, you know, somewhere my broken heart was pretty different for the time. And everybody now you go, man, that's classic country. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, I love being classic country now, you know, the, uh, the song we were playing before you walked in, cause Eddie and I are both massive fans. We were singing, because uh, wish there may be good times. <laughs> so, again, that's another one that is just like an anthem from that time period in music. Do you still play that at your live shows? I do, man. Can you play I, a little bit of that now? I sure do. All right, all right. <laughs> How many shows are you playing? At, like, What's the deal? Man, y'all, y'all out a bunch? Well, yeah, we're going to be up in, uh, uh, in this area. Probably do about... 150 shows this Wow, year. really? I Good know. for you. And then you add, you add the traveling on that. It's like that comedian says, Leanne Morgan, when I get home, I have to take to the bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have to rest up. You guys can follow Billy and because you can see you know, a lot of what he's doing. Either, you know... Um, you have a like you have a golf cart you drive around. That, yeah. <laughs> I do. I do some golf cart karaoke yeah. on the island. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, you can watch it. It's official, Billy Dean. You can see his shows and the rest of it's mine. The, the record you put out in twenty twenty two. It's the first time in like ten years you put out new music. Yeah, it was. Um, I when I moved back, you know, during the COVID and all that, we were on the island, which you know, I highly recommend if you're going to be quarantined find an island somewhere it was good but it makes you write a lot of the stuff that i grew up listening to and so uh i saw these uh, i saw these people retired you know in florida and they're so active you know they got you know, kayaks bicycles and so i uh I th- me and paul overstreet hall of fame songwriter uh we decided to write a message to our kids in case they decided to boom back around you know boomerang back around and say hey the rest of it's mine. <laughs> You're on your own now. Do your own thing. So the whole album's kind of fun and tropical, light. You know, always done so many serious kind of songs and things that touch the heart. And so I wanted to do something fun and easy, you know. And so the rest of it's mine came out last year. We'll do another one next year. Uh, should be marking, I think, 35 years. Good Lord, of being in the business. Uh, somewhere in my broken hearts, I think 35 years old next next year. So we'll do another album. Got, you know, writing better than I've ever written. Got a song, you know, Craig uh, Craig Morgan and Luke Combs recorded a song called Rest, uh, called Raise the Bar. It's on his new album. And so some of the catalog starting to pop up here a little bit. My son and his daughter, uh, my, my daughter-in-law and my little grandson live up here. So I'm up here about once a month, just staying active and, and uh, just try to stay on the island as much as I can. Sounds like you buy a new island, your own island. <laughs> you keep like this. Uh, you guys follow Billy, official Billy Dean. Do your, does your family back home, does anybody call you Harold at all or is it all Billy all the time? Uh, no, most of the guys uh, I graduate with call me Harold. We get together about once a year and uh, they try, they go, it's funny to watch them try to go back. Well, you want Billy or you want Harold? I said, Harold, man, Harold's fine. That's always code for somebody's known me yeah. for a long time. <laughs> well, we're big fans. I really you, appreciate Bobby. you coming by. And everybody, Same here. you're uh, listening, you should go see Billy where he's going. Go to a shows official billy dean on instagram and twitter there he, thank you for playing too that was awesome thank that's you, a buddy. thrill for me there billy dean everybody. Uh, there appreciate you guys thank you bob bobby bone show bonehead story of the day this story comes to us from overland missouri a man went through the wendy's drive through ordered some chicken nuggets ordered a number one and when he pulled up to the window the guy said hey why are you so rude on the speaker and he goes whoa 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 i'm just trying to order my nuggets at number one he goes pull over there i'll bring it out to you Oh, no. So the employee came out. Comes out to fight him. Boom! Punched him in the face through the the driver's window. So the driver gets out, 
The employee jumps in and steals the car. What on earth? The employee? I wonder if that was the plan the whole time and the guy wasn't even rude in the voice box. Probably. Like, he just wanted to start something, somehow get him out of the car and steal the car. So he steals the car, drives away, then comes back and hits him with the car. Oh, Like, turns right around? No, no, he drove like a mile away and then turned around and came back and hit him with the car. Hmm. Why is the guy just standing in the road? (laughs) Go inside and call the cops. (laughs) I picture him there with his arms up like, where's my car? For for five minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Dang, okay. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. An Illinois man... (laughs) He broke up this girl. She kind of dumped him. Uh, and then after that, like three days later, he wins a million bucks on the lottery. Oh. You think she called him back? For sure. Like, hey, <laughs> want to get drinks? The Chicago area man told the Illinois lottery oh. officials he was headed for a disappointing Valentine's Day after his breakup. Wow. He was sad, but his mood shifted because he bought a Monopoly 50 times scratch off in the Walmart, North Avenue and North Lake. He said, holy crap, I, I panicked. I almost didn't go to work. I've been going crazy keeping this million-dollar secret. I don't have a special someone now to share my big news with because my girlfriend and I broke up three days before I bought the winning ticket. (laughs) You can say I haven't had much luck in the love department from from UPI. You know she's hearing this, too. I know. Tracy, he just won a million dollars. Couldn't you have waited five days until after Valentine's Day? She didn't know. But she wouldn't get any of the money anyway. No, I know, but you still your boyfriend have a million dollars and yeah, you know, I get to yeah, go on a nice yeah. trip or something. Oh, hey, yeah. Be a lot better relationship after that. Dang, that sucks. Yeah, but I mean No, it sucks. There's, there's my, no but I mean. It, okay. It just is unfortunate for her. Yeah. I and guess. for him, it's kind of awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, for she's him. probably thinking, man, he doesn't have enough money, he doesn't wine and dine <laughs> me enough, and then boom, million? million dollars. Like, oh man, he could have brought me that Versace dress. What? Y'all are, y'all or or, or bought, just bought a house. Yeah, yeah. Versace oh. dress is weird. Yeah, Versace's yeah. kind of a weird brand anyway. It's a little <laughs> it, too I loud. Yeah, it's a little too loud. For, um, but uh, yeah, congratulations to him. Thought that was pretty good. Uh, we're done with the show. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones. The Bobby Bones Show. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at Viking.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.